Hi guys, and welcome back to the Spring and Equestrian podcast, and welcome to season two. Um, I'm really excited to bring you guys into this season because I'm integrating interviews, and it's been so amazingly enjoyable for me to communicate and to just connect with everybody in the equestrian industry um, and people from all different walks and facets of the industry. So it's quite the variety, and it's very interesting. I hope you guys enjoy this content, and if you want to be part of it, you can email me at springandequestrian at gmail.com because I want to keep this really community level. Everybody has a story to tell, and we can learn something from each other. So don't hesitate. If you're looking for new material or new updates, my website springanek.com will always have those. And without further ado, let's get into season two. Hi, welcome back to the Spring and Equestrian podcast. And I'm here with Daria today. She's a was a junior, now an amateur equestrian who's in school. So probably not doing anything horse related right now, but you've had a lot of horse adventures in your life. So I thought it would be fun to, to chat today. Thank uh, you for having me on. You're so welcome. <laughs> so why don't we start with giving everyone like a whole rundown of how you got into horses and the transition through that and kind of like to where you are right now today. Sure, okay. So, I'm Daria, I'm 22 years old, um, I'm a university student studying business, um, I'm a photographer, social media person, content creator, I've done that for a very long time. Um, I got into horses at a young age, I feel like this is like everybody, but um, I started lessons at like 6 years old and, and then my mom was like, maybe you should try something else, maybe you'll like a different sport. And so took a break, tried, you know, dance, synchro, um, cheerleading, hated it all, <laughs> came right back to horses. So um, I cohorted for a month or so, um, a like standard bread. So it was just a pacer, which was really weird, but I didn't really know much else. So I did that and then I, my mom was like, okay, you seem very like dedicated and want to do this. So, she then was like, okay, you can have a horse. So I got my first horse at 12, which has been like, which was so, like, I was so lucky to have that. Um, so I just got a pony. It was like a backyard pony. Um, I didn't even try him or anything. We just picked him up, put him in a trailer, and brought him to the barn. Um, I had no idea. Like, we kind of learned together. Like, he had a bucking problem, so we got through that. Um, and then... I had a few horses in between and then um, eventually kind of like moved into Trillium. That's like kind of a long story, but I had like five horses in between, um, like sold my pony eventually. And then, yeah, got Kingston, which then you started training me at that point. And that's kind of when I actually really got into the show ring and like took it very seriously. But that's kind of like the spiel. Yeah, well, like we have time. I want to kind of, like tell everyone about the different horses because I feel like those are really interesting stories. Okay. So, like, go go you know, for I feel it. Like you were kind of around too. I was so like, I, yeah, like I kind well some of them, but um, like they're very interesting. So just tell everyone kind of like I think I knew about your first pony, but um, and I think I can picture it in my head. Was it like a chestnut? Chestnut. Yeah. yeah. A small like fifteen hand chestnut. Um, so I had him for a while. So basically I started Western, like I just, you know, 
I just put like Western saddle on and like, you know, just ran around, did random things. I was, I went on trail rides, like bareback, did stupid stuff, like just like a little kid. Um, and then I did my first, so for a long time I was just Western and then I wanted to like just try jumping. So I did my first jump and I fell in love with that. So then I started training him to jump. He would literally do anything I asked. Like he's definitely my heart works for sure. Um, so I had him for three years. In that time, I my parents, my dad is very like loves horses, loves them, does not know anything about them, but loves them. And so his friend or something had this um, Arabian black horse, which is like, oh my God, my dad, I don't know, he just like loved. So we got him, <clears throat> his name was Echo. And so I had Magic and Echo at like, one time. And then I was like, dad, like, what are we doing? What are we gonna do with this Arabian? <laughs> Every kid's horse? dream for their dad to be like, get another horse. <laughs> I know, I know. Everyone was like, Dude, you're so lucky. I'm like, I do, I agree. And I'm like, why, why do we have two? Um, especially because he, like, this horse didn't know anything and like was very wild, like very like high and strong. Um, I think he was abused in the past and stuff. So we worked through that. Like I got him all like, you know, kind of used to people and stuff and being touched. Um, and then we ended up selling him and then we moved barns with magic. So I think it was the barn that I met you at. Yeah. And then I ended up selling Magic because, which was very, very difficult. That's my first pony. Um, I ended up selling him and got a off the track thoroughbred. And it was kind of like, I didn't really get enough time to like look for horses. I kind of just jumped into it, which, and I didn't really have anyone. It was kind of like me and myself. Yeah. Trying to figure it all out. So I just wanted a jumper and this horse could jump. So from what I could see, I mean, I was what, 15, 16, like trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so I got him. He was, you know, didn't have the best personality, was very like an angry horse. Like you did, you couldn't just hang out with him. And that was very Oh from, yes, I remember this. Yeah, and that was very different from like my pony who would like snuggle me and stuff. So I definitely like a horse that's a little bit friendly. Um, but so I got him used him for a bit, like we jumped and stuff, and I kind of like learned more about jumping then. And then he had ulcers, so we started like treating him for that, and that's the reason why he was so um, angry about being touched, especially like around his stomach and stuff. Yeah. So that was like all understandable. Um, I think I realized he wasn't, you know, I don't know what it was, but I, we realized he wasn't like the horse for me, mm -hmm. just because I think his personality, um, I was just like, I can't, I don't, like I'm not enjoying going to the barn because he's so mean. Yeah. Um, so I ended up selling him to a very nice uh, lady who like loved him, did not care about anything, like about his personality or anything, like loved him. Um, so, he actually passed away like three yeah. months after I had him, which, you know, I had the bed out. They told me to like treatment for ulcers. We did that. I told the people, you know, he's, he has ulcers. They, I don't think they did a bed check or anything. Um, so I got a call like three months later saying he passed away, which was absolutely horrible. I felt so, so bad. Um, and it was just like very random and scary. Yeah. Um, 
Did they ever like know what happened? Did they ever figure well, it out? Yeah, so they actually like had, so I guess that looked like he had colic. So they ended up opening him up like on the like in the field, mm -hmm. and his stomach was like all black. His like his stomach died, like all his organs. So were it was like, just a bad color. Oh, it was really bad, like very very bad, very sad. Ugh, so okay. I at the time didn't have a horse, um, and then <laughs> I came across an ad about a three-year-old born blood. <laughs> Yes. And for some reason, I yes. was, you know, interested. But I saw this, and, it, and it, I was like, wait, it's broke. It had a saddle on. It said walk chalk canter. I was like, okay, like, this could be interesting. Um, and <laughs> we went to go see him, and the, his name is Max. Yeah. So the first time we went to go see him, um, the rider who was showing us him actually got, like, reared off within, like, the first two minutes. Like, he reared like five times. Yeah. And my mom's like, we're leaving, we're going. And I was like, no, like, let's just see what happens. I don't know how I can to this day. But um, I was like, what's the worst that can happen? We don't get him. So I was like, let's just watch, let's see what happens. So I ended up getting on him, um, like, maybe like 20 minutes in. Ugh. Yeah. And see, and this is why like, you have a coach there to be like, no, rearers, no. Exactly. So this was my problem but I didn't have anyone coming with me so definitely I'd say have a coach with you come with you that's okay he was he was one of my mistakes no um I for some reason just did everything on my own which I don't know some people do it and that's okay too it's a learning it was a learning experience yeah I mean it definitely got me to where I was with Kingston so I mean the only reason I was able to find Kingston was because Max was great right. for very, very cheap. Yeah. He had really good blessings. And I was like, okay, at the end of the day, if nothing works out, we can sell him for more. Like, yeah. this was like my business brain. <laughs> um, and so, anyway, so I get on him. He was like very, um, he was very lanky, you know, baby, like very unbalanced. Yeah. Didn't, I didn't know what I was going to do with him, but I was like, maybe I'll just, you know, make him solid and like walk, track, canter. And then see what happens. Um, and so I got him. We bought him. I don't know how. I remember convincing we were at dinner, and I was like, "Guys, we can do this!" Like convincing my parents, like this is a good idea. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, they believed me. That's okay. Great. Yeah. They have a lot of trust in me, so that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but we ended up buying him, brought him home, and. I ended up moving barns and kind of just leaving him, like letting him be a baby. Um, I met this, so a friend of mine had her horse at this barn and this lady like, had a lot of experience with warm bloods and stuff. She had like five of her own. So she was like, I'll help you, you know, figure it out with him. I ended up kind of just leaving him alone yeah. for like a couple months and then like trying to work on the groundwork and stuff, but he was a lot of work. He was huge. He was like 18 hands or something, or like 17 hands or something crazy. Yeah, he was big. Yeah, and um, he was just a lot. I mean, I couldn't do it on my own. And what ended up happening? I think like I just realized like I want to, you know, jump. Like I want to be 
I want to be like competing and stuff like that. And I was like, wait, I can't do that with a three-year-old. Like I have to start from scratch. Like it's gonna be poles and like X's and like we're not even there yet, right? Yeah. So then I ended up selling him to a very nice lady who sold that horse to her trainer, and now he's like eventing, doing like you know crazy stuff. Yeah. He's really really cool. Um, but I got insight to, um, from the owner saying he was saying like yeah he was a lot of work like he needed you know kicking the butt and I was like yeah I yeah um, and then I bought Kingston again didn't go with the coach but he ended up being okay like he ended up being kind of cool yeah um, but yeah so then I brought him Kingston home um, I tried him twice which was something I would recommend trying the horse twice mm -hmm. I don't know if that helped me um, figure out if it was actually oh, good. Sure. Um, so yeah, I so I got Kingston and then we started training together and then he started getting you know, he was he was pretty much like good with like jumping. He had shown and stuff a bit. So he kind of like started everything off and then we grew together as we like me and you trained together. Yeah. And then you started school, I think. That's when we sold him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So first year of university, I was like, I don't have time for him. Um, and I kind of just, it was like, this kind of unfair. So um, I sold him to a girl who was very sweet, like always sent me videos of him and like loves him to death. Yeah. I think she was like, him on a lease too, or like Cold War too, because she's in university now too. But she's like, I'm never selling him. So yeah. I, yeah, we've seen him at couple, a couple of the shows, which is nice because yeah. you don't usually get to visit with with past horses. But what, if you have, like, I feel like you have a thousand of these, but I want to know kind of like the craziest horse story or the craziest fall in your mind. Hi guys, I'm just going to interrupt here really quickly. If you're listening to this podcast and enjoying the content, specifically the interviews, um, don't forget to go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast. You can even subscribe so that you're notified when new podcasts do come out. It helps me get awesome guests and more content for you, and it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks so much, and I'll let you get back to the episode. Oh my God. <sighs> that like sticks out to you or even just like a crazy ride or something like that if you if you have one on the top honestly I feel like the craziest horse story would be like getting Max yeah like he was it was just so it was all the things that like all the red flags you could see were right in front of you and I still ended up buying him but like two minutes in and you know getting reared off and stuff like that I just yeah. That was probably like the craziest horse story. Um, craziest fall was probably the one. I don't know if it's the one I posted with Fitz because that was just wild. <laughs> like I I uh, saw it coming. It was bad. Uh, just launch but, mode, total launch. Yeah. Like you think you look you, you did post it and I watched and I'm like, you look fine. And then you see his back end come over the jump and it's just like a slingshot. Yeah, yeah, he like popped me right up. I was like, I'm gonna be fine. I held on. Yeah. I, I was made in my hands, but. And it's so funny cause like, he's not a horse that people have come off of. So he gets <laughs> like. Swap, wasn't I? Yeah, I think that's the. Was it 
<laughs> only one I can really remember. And he never like does anything malicious to get people off, but he just like I can hear myself going, Bill, Bill, because like I'm like, don't hang on to him because he's gonna freak out. But um But yeah, and I do remember either I don't know if it was videos or seeing you like on Max in the arena where he was just like even getting was there a problem getting on too? Um I don't know if there was a problem. But he was rearing constantly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's pictures on my Instagram too, like he was rearing. Oh. And I on for, for life, and then continued. I was a really fear, fearless person, and I think that was because, like, with my pony magic, I did absolutely everything. And yeah. he also was like a fucking pony, but I would like go on bareback and like gallop in the field with a halter and a leap rope, and like, you know, I did all the crazy stuff as like a kid. So yeah. that scared me, um, which was, you know. It's kind of a blessing. No, that's good. <laughs> it's at the same time. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's good to have that mentality as a writer. But, um, and then speaking of like videos and stuff, I want to talk about you doing like YouTube and how that came about and what you're kind of trying to do now with your social media. And you can even talk about your photography stuff because it kind of ties that in. But just let me know kind of the, the fruition of that at the beginning. Right. Okay. So I, um, not a lot of people know this, but I started YouTube like back when I had my first pony. It was literally just like, I had my camera with me, I would film everything and then I would just put music to it and like, that was it. It was very like, little kid stuff. Um, and then I stopped that YouTube channel and then I saw, um, when I came to the barn that we met at, I saw two friends who you we were also coaching that were doing YouTube and I was like, oh, like I used to do this, like why can't I do this again, like this would be kind of fun. Yeah. So I think it was like 15 years old that I started like posting again and kind of, that's kind of when I started making like more helpful videos and vlogs and like, you know, show, show prep, like this is how you do it and like just more helpful videos and actually like talking, showing my friends <laughs> now. Yes. Um, and then... Um, now I'm kind of like, my whole thing is like, I'm kind of in transition, um, because now I'm not doing as much worse things. And yeah. Like, that's kind of where I was like, okay, what am I going to do with my content now? Cause I'm not at the barn every day. I don't have anything like, like horsey to film. So, um, I'm very like into fitness and just like working out and stuff. And I think that really supplemented like my riding. I've, um, like my writing became stronger as I worked out. So I found that really important. So I kind of tried to bring that into my content and now I'm starting to like post a little bit more like fitness related stuff. That's kind of where I'm going, but I'm into so many things. Yeah. It's hard. You don't want to be like, I don't want to be stuck in just like one thing. I only have one thing to talk about. Um, so yeah, so like fitness, photography, I love like showing people how to edit, um, stuff like that. And photography kind of started from horses too, because as soon as you, and it was through you, because as soon as you asked me to start taking photos of you, I was like, maybe I can do this as like a job. Like people, like you're interested. So yeah. I was like, okay, maybe this could be a thing. So I started posting about that and got a few leads on Instagram and stuff like that, which has been so cool. I got to like meet a couple really cool people, um, but I'm still like working on that. That's something that 
is fairly new. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and when you're in school too, you can't give 100% of your time to one thing. So being involved in like different, oh, I almost just knocked my computer over, um, different facets like that and just kind of staying in it. And then maybe once you have a little bit more time, you can go gung ho with something. But in terms of that, do you have any kind of direction or goals with your, like, do you have any idea what you want to do once school is over? Yeah, um, I'm studying marketing right now. Yeah. And I've been, you know, I've been debating, but I feel like I'm also such a type of person to like have my own business, like do something myself. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I have that entrepreneurial feel for life. <laughs> yeah. Like, my dad has his own business and stuff, so I feel like I'm kind of like him in that way. Like, I don't really want a boss necessarily like I want to be able to you know do my own thing um but I don't have a hundred percent like what I want to do yet I'm really into like creative stuff so I was also thinking like potentially going back to school and doing something like graphic design um because I really love that kind yeah. of creative side of things I've always been into like computers and like editing and stuff like that so I think that's the route that I would ideally like is if anything like having a job in a creative space yeah that's awesome yeah. and there's a lot more more of that now than even like five years ago there's just so many jobs in that kind of field but now that we have like a pandemic going on it would be a good career for someone who can be like a mobile worker or working from from home for sure i think it's also really interesting like in this time because i'm like it just shows how much you, sh you, you should try to find something that you can make like money online with. Yeah, like, 100%. Very scary, but it's something that I would be brainstorming. And I, I've been brainstorming for a very long time. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you think that ever again in your kind of adult life that you're gonna wanna be a horse owner again or you're gonna get back into riding? I definitely want to. Um, I want to say yes that I would own again, but at the same time, it's crazy expensive mm -hmm. to own. I mean, when I was 15, it was like, well, $100 to like board your horse, and now it's close to like 900 if not more. <laughs> um, so I think it would, but I also love the idea of co-boarding and leasing. I think that's been so fun, um, like doing that with you too. Sorry, are you am I frozen? Oh, it's good now. You're good. Keep going. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, so like doing a lease option or something. That would be more up my street just because like I don't really know where I want to be in life yet. Yeah. Like, if I want to move or whatever. Yeah. So. And it's super, super expensive. It's something that takes a lot to kind of carry. It's, a, it's like a mortgage. And even getting a mortgage right now is really, really <laughs> expensive. So it's... Um, and it's kind of cool that your dad does have like his own business so he can kind of help with that if that's something that you do want to create in the future. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And how have you been managing with the, the virus? Like, are you just hanging out at home? Yeah, honestly, it's like Zoom meetings with my friends and like playing games and stuff. Yeah. Um, mostly, yeah, like I'm, I've been working out at home, which has been nice. Um, it's not hard to get like a good workout at home, and it kind of like yeah. splits my day up. Whether I'm doing like homework in the morning, like a workout, like getting up and moving, and then like 
doing something in the evening. But yeah, just like hanging out with family. Yeah. Um, thankfully, like I have something I need to do, which is school. Yeah. So that's keeping me somewhat sane. Yeah. But it's still very difficult to learn online. Like oh, for sure. For change. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not really doing much working on also like making videos. So I'm trying to get like get back onto YouTube just because I haven't been doing a whole lot of that. Um, so kind of trying not to be a perfectionist. Like the same thing that you were talking about is like yeah. actually doing rather than like just film. If yeah. It's not great. It doesn't turn out. Then fine. But like film something. Mm-hmm. No, that's that. that's very exciting because like. I I watched everybody's videos when like this is this is a long time ago that all of you guys were doing YouTube yeah. and um, it's just so entertaining <laughs> as a tabs. yeah well I'm keeping tabs but there's lots of people watching that are actually like and lots of young writers and people For that sure. are super interested in it. I know that you probably have like a different your demographic has changed a little which is awesome too because you can play with new things you have a different audience but um but yeah like i also am exactly like that i don't want to do anything unless i have it planned or set out or it feels like it ended up perfect and then i realize that like nothing ever gets done <laughs> yeah exactly like i would be writing down ideas but never filming them and i was like this is not like yeah just just get it out and then you know, at least you kind of have momentum, but I am, and then I really wanted to touch on if you had any injuries, like while riding growing up, and uh, to talk about kind of what's gone on with, you've been off a couple times for sections of time because of your, your feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's someone interested in hearing because um, I, I don't think it's like, I know it's a little bit uncommon, but I know a lot of people have foot problems like that, so. Yeah, yeah so um, injury-wise, coming from striding, I was actually lucky enough to have nothing, like nothing that came from that. Yeah. Um, no concussions, as I know, like. That you know of. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I'm good that way. Um, but like, yeah, the only things that have really like held me back in my riding was like my feet. So I have accessory navicular bones in both my feet. So the little nub on the inside of your feet, I have two of them, which is fantastic. Um, I've always had pain in my feet. I, especially like once I started working at like 15, I was working retail and like would come home crying because I was like, could not walk anymore. Um, so no one told me about like what I had like we they thought you know I just have really bad ankles or something um and then I got an x-ray from a specialist and he was like you have two bones like an extra bone in your feet and I was like okay great um so I ended up getting surgery on both my feet they asked me if I wanted to do one and then the other and I was like why would I do six months and six months of healing like let me just do both um my mom was not happy about that decision <laughs> But it ended up actually being fine. Yeah. Um, so I stopped riding. You were riding Kingston, which was really helpful, but he also got very fat because there wasn't, we didn't do a lot. Yeah. We left him alone. Yeah. I remember how chunky he got. But yeah, I would come out and like visit, but I was in my car sometimes and just like at him. Yeah, <laughs> I know, because you were kind of like, you were homebound there for a bit. Yeah, yeah. So I would like, it was wild. So I obviously had cast on both my feet for a month and a bit. Mm. Um, so I 
like would wheel myself around my house. Um, I was doing school at the time as well. So that was all interesting. Yeah. <laughs> a very interesting time in my life. Yeah. Um, then I started walking and like got back into riding eventually, but it took a while. And then I don't even know, like, what did we do in between? Like, I had Kingston, sold him for university. So that was grade 12. So I sold him a couple months after <laughs> I started riding again. Yeah. And then. You just got on anything that I have, yeah. I think we were still listening on horses. I just, it's it's a blur. There's a lot. There's yeah, a lot. Yeah, I was, I was kind of just like riding whatever you had. I think me. I think at some point you did have a break, and then it came back, and you started on bits somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I took like the winter or something off, and then came back in the summer. Yeah. Um. So I had like maybe a summer or two. Yeah. And, and then the screw in my left foot broke. Mm-hmm. So I was having pain again. Um, and I just had to have surgery in September, this past September, on September 4th. So it's been like seven, seven months now, six months now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm quite right. from that. So that's a big part of why I also like, I would have probably been doing something with riding like this semester, just considering like also my schedule is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just want to push it. Yeah, no, I'll for make sure. sure. I'm really careful. Yeah, because you need that. You need your feet for walking, <laughs> let alone riding later on. So hopefully, this is the last of the surgeries that you have to yeah, do. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, at do you have any? Um, things that you want to, like, I guess right now you you have stuff in the works, there's nothing specific that you're working on, but where can people find that so that they know and can go follow you? Yeah, okay, so all of my social medias are at Daria Mosey. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's me. I mean, I do, like, I'm on, I've been experimenting with TikTok which has been really fun, honestly. I've been like posting a little bit of like workouts and stuff and that's been really cool. I've gotten a lot of interest there. So I'm kind of like working on that. That's awesome. Um, And then other than that, it's like Instagram and YouTube. Fantastic. Okay, well thank you for doing this today and it was really nice to catch up. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I just want to say like thank you for like letting me come on and tell my story. Oh yeah, of course. I'm sure we could talk about it for a lot longer, but my thing's going to pass off. But um, I'm going to end it here. Thanks, guys, for joining us today.